Shadow Stalking 101 is designed to help students of shadow work transform their lives through somatic integration practices that evolve soul and unlock true purpose in life. There are three modules, the overworld, the underworld, and the worlds in between, and with over 20 practices and guided meditations, presentations, and a host of writings and journal prompts and exercises and practices to take with you, you will develop the skills and the somatic awareness in order to become a shadow stalker. You'll find a link in the show notes to the course, Shadow Stalking 101. Go get that now and be ready to completely transform and reimagine the world around you. Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. I'm going to give you some advice to stop taking advice from people there's a tendency we've had we we've grown up this way it it's something that starts i think pretty intensely in adolescence where we start to share and talk with our friends about things and tell them the story of our life and what's going on and we start to get counsel from people who are not necessarily very versed in uh, psychosocial dynamics or psychospiritual dynamics, and we are getting information from people who are not necessarily very advanced in the subject we're, we're concerned about. And we could even call this gossip in some senses, where we get our friends to commiserate with us um, and be on our side and start to have a, a team up with us against somebody else that we've most likely projected villain onto. And then, and there really is a big element in this in a lot of therapeutic styles where we're seeking advice. I think this is what, you know, life coaching could have some, uh, parts of this now there there is a there's a time and a place for some advice especially if say you're not sleeping and somebody tells you you need to sleep and let's get some let, let me give you some advice on medicines or uh, paths you can take to to get better at sleeping this is this is the, about the the level of advice you want to be taking and even in in terms of medical stuff there's still a filter that you want to use when you're listening to a doctor. This is the, the thing of getting a second opinion. Even doctors have an opinion. They're not necessarily masters of your body or know exactly what your body needs. They have an opinion about it. 
they even take a, a you know, maybe if you have some sort of a so-called illness, they might take, say, 10 of the 14 symptoms and say, well, you probably got this. It's an opinion. And they might give you advice about what to do. Take this therapy or that therapy or this medicine or that medicine. So even in a setting where somebody is a uh, is an expert in their field or a doctor, we still want to have some some authority and sovereignty and use our intuition and our body mind to filter stuff. So back to the the general advice idea. When we go to somebody other than ourselves for advice, we are in general abdicating authority. We are letting go of our own mechanism, our internal ability to discern, to decode, and to make some choices based on our own collection of data. And again, there's some balance here. There's counsel. You know, we go to a coach or a therapist or a counselor to, in order to collaborate on our material, our, our shadow material, our whatever our issues are, we collaborate. And maybe in that collaboration, we come to something. Advice is very different. Advice is saying, what should I do? And having somebody tell me what to do. This is something that I, I pretty much, when I'm working with a client, I request that they stop doing with people. They stop going to people to seek advice on subjects. And this is why a lot of the training that I do with clients is maturity training, because we're developing their own authority, their sovereignty, their abilities to decode and discern. This is a big part of consciousness training and soul evolution is to mature in terms of how I've learned to use my own decoding mechanisms and my, my, my body mind in order to come to not conclusions, but to new portals and new openings on the path. Conclusions, again, are a concretization or a, a completion of an idea or a dynamic or an issue. And I don't really see the value in too much meaning making or uh, conclusions on anything. We want to stay open. You can listen to my podcast, Open Closure, for more on that or Keep the Baby, Decode the Bathwater. But the, the idea is that we want to remain open and keep walking the path. We want to keep moving forward. So what do I do if I don't know how to find my own way? If I haven't ever developed really good discerning skills, if I, what if I'm really used to seeking advice from other people? Perhaps I haven't really individuated in my life and become my own authority. Maybe I, you know, I, I go to my parents, even if I'm in my, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, I, the first thing I do is I call my, my parent and ask them advice. Or, you know, what if I call a friend right away and start telling them about my, my jerky boyfriend? Or what if I, you know, go to a, um, even a text 
um, or go start seeking out an expert and I start reading self-help books and try to get, you know, some advice from a book or I, what if I've, that's the way I've done it my whole life? Well, as per usual, we want to start interrupting a pattern that is outdated and we want to start developing new skills in order to become our own advisor. Now, one of the things that we do when we develop that authority is we know what to ask of our co-collaborators and counselors. So we would not be asking what to do. What should I do? That sentence will never come out of your mouth again. What should I do? to somebody else. That would never happen again if you are really developing this ability to contain the dynamics. So what your job is going to be is to become a good decoder. You, you'd be good at gathering data. And some of the main data is to notice shadow. This is the this is the big deal. So let's say I want advice about some medicine to take. So before I fix it, whatever's wrong with me with an herb or a pill, I want to take the time to also understand the symbolic nature of whatever my symptoms are. I want to know, you know, often people will say pain in my neck. Something like that. If somebody's got a pain in their neck, then we're already being pointed to there's something going on in their life that is painful or they don't like or they've overridden their will in order to have that thing occurring and occurring in their life. So we want to start looking at the world symbolically. We want to start the path of dismemberment. We want to get organized. Um, I often use this, this, the metaphor of dismemberment is really important because as decoders and shadow stalkers, we're not simply coming in and ripping things apart and making a mess. We're actually like dissecting and exploring and, and organizing in a grid these different parts of whatever the issue and dynamic is. We can't do that if we're just simply seeking advice from somebody. If we're saying, what should I do? And then a person's telling us, which is um, also going to be filtered through their shadow, their unconsciousness, their issues, their thing. And you might even be able to say that, you know, me right now, I'm giving you advice. And, and that's um, absolutely true. <laughs> That my suggestion, although I, I, I'd prefer if you took it as a suggestion, my suggestion is to make somatic work, body-based mind work, rather than thinking mind work, your path for finding your way. Not finding answers, not finding meaning, not finding the conclusions, but finding your way forward is that you do that by developing your intuition and your own ability to discern and decode reality. Another thing that happens when you 
are the container or the one that is gathering the data is you get better and better at refining and pruning your tree of knowledge. You're, you're taking your pruners and you're saying, okay, well, this system, whatever this is that I've been in and learning from, isn't quite fitting with what I'm starting to really get about maturity. You know, um, I highly recommend 12-step programs for people. And it's not necessarily going to be a the end of the road for your self-study and your inner work. However, if you're dealing with an addiction, particularly if your addiction is codependency and you've been codependent, which is a lot of what we're talking about when it comes to advice, that's kind of a mechanism of codependence, getting into a 12-step program that decodes and, and, and starts to really help you to see what the pattern is in this codependence is a great thing. And then there will be probably some things within that system that you're going to want to prune. You aren't quite going to adopt completely. This is also true with all spiritual paths and religions. This is true with therapeutic methods. In my experience, most therapies are very mind-based. The, the thinking function is off the chain. And even though there might be some liminal work like dream work or something like that, there's almost a complete absence of body stuff going on in most therapeutic practices. So, so this is uh, you know a new idea to making body your uh, real mind and real way of knowing things. And I use the term somanosis in order to kind of describe that way, which, you know, has to do with intuition, has to do with working with soma and, um, and working with our, our past and our materials by integration of shadow and working with body. When we do this, when we, when we do the things that I'm suggesting around developing our skills our body-based skills, we no longer need to ask somebody what we should do. There's no need to, it becomes very clear. It's almost like that thing of the green lights turning on, you know, and you just make it through town without having to stop once. It gets really clear. The path becomes very clear. There's an intuitive, there's the, uh, as Rob Brezhny says, pronoia. I've, I've really learned to work with the symbolic world and get my data very easily. I can feel, I can sense the, the truth and the way. I'm, I'm, I'm not having to go outside of myself and ask somebody what to do anymore. That's a real sign that I've, I've really developed these skills of, of sensing and and feeling my way forward so again finding your way to doing somatic integration work working with shadow learning how to develop these practices 
This is the this is the 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 thing that's been missing that you're wondering why it's been so hard to figure out what you want or what to do or any. It's because we haven't developed these skills. So this is this is the next thing. This is the way to do it. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.